It's not easy to be on planet Earth right now. The energy is very unstable. People are in fear, in anger, frustration, and a lot of them are going through economic difficulties. And we don't even know when this coronavirus pandemic is going to end. But what if I told you that even in the middle of instability and uncertainty, you can still be at peace, centered, and even optimistically focused on the future? In this video, we're going to get a behind the scenes look at why the energy is so unstable and you may be surprised by some of these details. And then I'm going to share six crucial tips that you need to be deploying right now in order to stay centered and at peace no matter what's going on in the world. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell. So you get notified as soon as I publish new content. And don't forget to follow me over on Instagram where I publish weekly tips that you're not going to find here on YouTube. Okay. On to part number one of the video. And that is why is the energy so unstable right now? <laughs> So I have gone in previous videos, I've gone into the new energy that's coming onto the planet on the heels of the coronavirus. Uh, here's one such video. I'm going to leave a link to this video in the description box below. So you can go into that in detail after you finish watching this video. But basically the energy right now is unstable precisely because this new energy that I've been talking about, it's starting to come onto the planet with a, a lot more intensity. And whenever new energy starts to establish itself on the planet, it kicks up old stuff that needs to be dealt with. Okay. And I usually, I call this little phase, this little, uh, this little time when new energy settles on the planet, there's a time of a little bit of instability. I call this turbulence. <laughs> I lovingly call this turbulence. And the reason that I call this turbulence is because what happens on the planet in any level of consciousness, when new energy starts to make its way into a specific system, that system starts to kick and scream a little bit and all of the stuff that needs to be healed, all of the old stuff that's on its way out, it starts to come to the surface and it creates this surface level instability. And that's what we're feeling on the planet right now. The image that I'd like to give you that's, that's easier to start to think about these things is the image of a, of a water tank, you know, just imagine a water tank that's been sitting motionless for a while. When a water tank sits motionless for a while, all of the dirt and the grime, it settles to the bottom of the, of the tank. So pretty soon you look at the tank and you think the water's completely clean. <laughs> but if I come up to a tank that's been still for a while and I shake it, <laughs> as soon as I shake that tank, what happens? All of the stuff, all of the sediment, all the dirt, all the crap starts to come up from the bottom and the water suddenly goes from being crystal clear to being just full of gross stuff. Okay. Just from me shaking this tank. That's what the, the phase, the area uh, that we're in right now, that's called turbulence. That's what it is. It, it's, it's almost like a water tank that's been, that's been shaken and all of the dirt is coming up. And so that's the feeling of instability that we have right now. That's why we're feeling it. This energy, the, the old energy is kind of button heads with the new energy and it's creating this level of instability that we're all feeling in different levels, right? Like some of us are feeling this more than others, depending on what level of consciousness you're in. If you're still really in 3d consciousness, the consciousness that's on its way out, if you're still heavily immersed in that consciousness, then you're going to be feeling this instability more and you're going to be, this instability is really going to be affected 
affecting your life, but it's affecting everyone on the planet, whether we're in 3d consciousness fully, or whether we've awakened and we're in 5d consciousness, it doesn't matter. As long as you're on the planet right now, you're feeling a little bit of this turbulence because this turbulence is a temporary part of the shift in energy. What this phase of turbulence is doing is it's causing an enormous constriction in our lives in various ways. So a lot of us are feeling fear. We're feeling uncertainty. A lot of us are losing our paychecks because we're losing our jobs or we're in, we're in quarantines and we're facing enormous economic uh, challenges right now. A lot of us are facing challenges in relationships, uh, having to do with family, having to do with career. We are facing all kinds of challenges right now because what this energy is doing, it's kicking up all of the things within each one of us. So this isn't just something going on out there. This is something going on in here. It's kicking up things within us that need to be dealt with that we haven't wanted to deal with, but the coronavirus is kind of forcing us to deal with. So whether it's relationships, whether my relationships are working or not, whether uh, my job, I like it or not, how is my life going in general? How am I living my life? How do I want to live my life? All of these things are coming up. Am I going on the right path? <laughs> All of these things are coming up right now in the middle of this turbulence. Now, part of you is in the middle of this turbulence, but part of you is quite okay. And it's the spiritual part. It's that big ass spiritual part of you. The soul part of you is perfectly okay during these times because the soul doesn't have a problem going through whatever it goes. But there's one part of you, the human ego part, that's the one that's having a hard time right now. And one of the main reasons why the human ego part of you is having a really hard time is because the ego, the human component of us hates uncertainty <laughs> and uncertainty is something that's going on right now a lot. So the more uncertainty we feel, the more the ego starts to kick and scream. A great way to look at this is through the work of Abraham Maslow. He's a psychologist and he is the one that came up with the Maslow hierarchy of needs. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but here it is. Here's the pyramid. It's the, called the hierarchy of needs, the Maslow hierarchy of needs. And Maslow identified five different levels of human needs. And two of those levels, though the base levels of this pyramid are what Maslow called basic needs. Okay. So these basic needs are things like food, water, shelter, and then ding, ding <laughs> in the second level of Maslow's pyramid, there is safety and security. Okay. Safety and security is a basic human need. And so this issue, this safety and security, because it's such a primordial basic need, this is one of the reasons why we're freaking out a little bit when the energy becomes unstable on the planet, because it kicks that basic human need that we have of safety and security. And right now with the coronavirus, you know, we don't know left from right up from down, uh, is the coronavirus, this, does it do that? Is it highly contagious? Is it not contagious? We're all over the place. Even researchers are having a hard time, you know, collecting data on this virus and what it's causing and all of that. So there is a lot of uncertainty in the air and that basically hits that second level of, of Maslow's needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It hits that second level, that basic needs level, and people are becoming even more destabilized in their own energy because of it. But I want to go deeper now than psychology and Maslow's pyramid. I want to go deeper than that. 
And I want to kind of give you a little picture on why this basic need, why this Maslow second layer uh, basic need of safety and security, why this is really affecting you and how it affects you from a spiritual perspective. So let's add the spiritual side of it. Okay. This second level, the first and second level of Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, they trigger the lower chakras of your system, especially the first one. I've, t- I've been talking about the first chakra and how the first chakra is crucial right now in these times, because if that first chakra is not grounded, healed, and stabilized, you're going to freak out with all of the energies around the planet because your first chakra won't be able to ground in itself. Okay. So that's one of the main reasons. That's the main spiritual reason why we're having such issues with this unstable energy on the planet right now. It's mostly because our lower chakras have stuff that need to be healed and worked through and grounded. And when they don't, when they're ungrounded, when they're unhealed, then all of the chaos going on outside of you, it, it, you perceive it as 10 times worse than it actually is because you're perceiving the uncertainty outside from the unhealed, uh, consciousness of your first chakra. But here's the important ding ding about this. Okay. The important ding ding about this is that when you heal and ground your first chakra, these lower chakras, but especially your first one, you can remain at peace and centered no matter what's going on outside. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to do that a little bit later in the video. So the major thing to remember here about this turbulence phase that we're in right now is that just keep this in your heart, you know, keep this mantra in your heart as this new energy comes onto the planet, it starts to butt heads with the old energy. Okay. And if you know that saying in English, uh, old habits die hard. Have you ever heard that before? Old habits die hard. So that saying perfectly summarizes what's happening right now. The old is exiting. The new is coming in and, and it's not just occurring out there. It's occurring primarily in each and every one of us. And so we're being challenged from within us. And then we're seeing those challenges mirrored outside of us in the form of chaos and instability out there. Okay. But the chaos and instability starts within here first within each one of us. So just remember as we're going through this unstable phase on the planet, just remember this is temporary. We're in the turbulence phase and it's just the old is dying out and we're being called to bring forth the new both within us and in the world around us. Okay. On to part number two, and that is how to stabilize yourself. Yay. (laughs) So I've, I've been talking about uh, how unstable the energy is out there and how it's chaotic for many of us. There are some of us that are really going through a lot of difficulties right now, but we're all being challenged in one way or another, you know, some of us more than others, but we're all being challenged and we're all being called to heal within us to transmute and to change things within us that need to be changed. Okay. But the good news is that you can stabilize, you can ground, and you can even be in an optimistic energy, no matter what's happening around you. And in this uh, part of the video, I'm going to give you six crucial tips to help you work through all of this instability, both within you and outside of you. Tip number one is avoid polarizing to the mind. Oh man, this one's huge right now. This one is huge right now. 
So what's happening with a lot of us, I've been talking about how the energy that's coming in, this new energy that's coming in is predominantly feminine in nature. And so we're having to learn how to work with feminine energy, but also how to calm and ground our masculine energy because the masculine has been dominant for thousands of years. And now when the energies are unstable, the wounded masculine part of us, yang energy in us and outside, is completely, completely going a little crazy, <laughs> all right? Masculine energy, when it's healing, when it's in the process of healing, it could be a little ugly because what happens is when the, when the young energy is in the process of healing, he can overreact to the outside world. He can become hyper-aggressive. He can become panicked. He can become aggressive. And what's, what we're seeing right now is that's happening, not just in the form, I mean, there's a ton of protests happening around the world. There's a ton of things that you can see are coming from wounded masculine energy as it's being healed. But there's one particularity that also shows that the masculine energy is overactive right now. And this may be happening in you because you may not be going out there protesting for your government to open up again. For example, there's, pro there's been protests in some parts of the world. So you may say, oh no, I'm totally fine. I'm not protesting. I'm, I'm, then I'm probably not in this wounded masculine energy. Well, ding, ding, you may still be. And it's precisely because of this first tip. You may be polarizing to the mind. And when you polarize to the mind, you are in this masculine energy that right now is wounded and is being healed. And the way that this is happening, this is happening a ton on social media, for instance. That's why I just really go on social media very rarely because right now what's happening is you can see this woundedness of the masculine energy as it's being healed. You're seeing it a lot on social media. People are polarizing into the mind and this is where separation consciousness thrives. So you'll see a lot of conversations, videos out there about this one saying, you know, when you see a video that's titled what they don't want you to know, <laughs> what they don't want you to know, this is the truth about COVID and blah, blah, blah. What's happening here is this is polarization into the mind. The mind is in separation consciousness and separation consciousness is always looking for a they or an enemy or someone's taken over the world. The elite is running the world. All of these conversations are going on around here and it's because a lot of us are polarizing into the mind when we polarize into the mind, we get stuck in separation consciousness and we're always looking at the world as they against me, me against them, us against them. It's a war, okay? So when you start to see on social media or anywhere, when you see headlines that say they, <laughs> all right, they or they target certain people or the headlines will say war or enemies or when you start to see these words, pay attention to these words. These are telltale signs of someone being stuck in separation consciousness. And if you are stuck in separation consciousness, you are polarizing to the mind. So you're going on social media and you're having arguments with this person because they think this or they think that all polarization in the mind. All right. And if you stay polarized in the mind, you will go down this rabbit hole of the wounded masculine energy. And if you go down the rabbit hole of the wounded masculine energy, you won't be able to heal it. And you will not be able to work with this beautiful new energy that's coming onto the planet. Okay. So 
Pay very close attention to the stories, to the words that you use about yourself and about others. Pay attention to what you follow on social media, to what you're reading. Pay attention. And when you start to see code words like they against us, they want to take over the world. They, 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 or enemies or war, or mm, <laughs> I can go on and on and on, but you see these words. What are these words doing? They're pointing at an enemy out there that's the cause of all of the instability around the world. Okay. And part of what's happening here is the mind does this because the mind is trying to grasp onto some form of certainty. And the minute that I point at an enemy and say that person, it's the, you know, it's Bill Gates's fault. Bill Gates wants to take over the world with his mandatory vaccination program. I've heard this so many times. And the moment that you say that the moment you point, you're creating a certain, your mind is creating a certain level of certainty. Of course, this certainty is this certainty is total illusion, but the mind polarizing into the mind, the mind is trying to find some certainty to calm your energy down, but it's not calming your energy down. It's only making it worse. Okay. Because the problem is in these lower chakras, right? So again, when you find yourself polarizing into the mind, avoid this polarization. If this is happening to you, if you see a post on social media that you totally disagree with, and you want to give that person a piece of your mind, <laughs> you, you can, you feel the energy that I'm trying to show you here. When you feel yourself in this energy, remove yourself from social media, put the phone down, leave it alone. Because if you start going down that rabbit hole, you'll polarize your energy more into the mind. You'll be more in separation consciousness and you'll just continue to feel like crap really. So avoid polarizing into the mind and this polarization into the mind. This has been happening to me too. And it was happening to me a little bit more initially uh, during this quarantine and the pandemic and all of that. I was feeling this masculine energy, this wounded masculine energy, this energy polarizing up into the mind. I was feeling it very, very much in myself. And I had to do quite a few grounding meditations before I realized what was happening to me. And one of the key symptoms, and I want to leave this here for you too, so you can catch yourself because sometimes we don't know we're polarizing into the mind until we've gone down the rabbit hole. And we've been like having an argument on Facebook for three hours. <laughs> That's when we catch that. Wait a minute. I don't feel good. What did I just lost three hours on social media arguing with somebody? Why did I do that? <laughs> okay. And so here's a, a telltale sign that may help you when I polarize in these energies right now, when I polarize into the mind, I will start to get a headache. Ding, ding. <laughs> Ding, ding. If you feel yourself having pressure in the head, having a headache, you know, for certain that you've just been polarized into the mind and you weren't even catching it. Okay. So this is a sign that's really been coming to me and it's very helpful actually to get a headache because then I'll catch myself. And I was like, Oh my God, I was just, you know, going down a rabbit hole thinking something about whatever I saw on social media. And I let that go on for an hour and now I have a headache. So I'm going to take a nice deep breath. I'm going to drain my energy from my mind into my body. I'm going to come out of this polarization and then you start to feel better. Okay. So here's a little pro tip uh, for you to be able to work with this, to avoid polarizing into the mind. Okay. So here is to make this even more clear. Here's a three-step procedure that I'm going to leave with you that really works for taking you out of this polarization into the mind. All right. It's a simple three-step procedure. In the first step, you're going to catch yourself. You're going to catch yourself that you're going, you're starting to go down this rabbit hole and you were just about to go on Facebook and give someone a piece of their mind and all of this. You're going to catch yourself. 
You take a nice deep breath, that's point one. Take a nice first step, nice deep breath. Come into my body, nice deep breath. Step number two, I'm going to step away from the situation. I'm gonna step away from that Facebook post that I didn't like and I just about gave that person the peace of my mind. I'm gonna step away from it. I'm gonna step away from the article or the video that I just watched that was demonizing something or that was you know, saying us against them. I'm gonna pull away from this video because it just pulled me into separation consciousness. So I'm literally going to pull away from whatever was polar me into my mind, take a deep breath, I pull away, and then I, step three is I'm either gonna sit in meditation for just a couple of minutes, I can even just sit on my couch, close my eyes, take a nice deep breath, and just remove that energy from me, or I could just go outside, take a walk, just do something distracting that has nothing to do with you getting involved with the polarized energy, all right? There is a ton of polarized energy out there right now as part of this turbulence phase, and you have to be very, very conscious of not getting stuck in this polarization. So hopefully this simple three-step process will help you. Tip number two is question your beliefs. Woo! <laughs> this one is hard, beautiful soul. This one is hard coming from personal experience. And basically, as a human being, this one's hard. It is extraordinarily difficult for us to question our beliefs because this brain right here, one of the strongest biases that the human brain has is called confirmation bias, all right? So re please remember this. One of the strongest biases that the human brain has is confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is this pesky little bias where I go out and I search for information and for proof that really only confirms my pre-existing beliefs already. <laughs> so I'll give you an example. If I have some kind of belief in me that this COVID was invented by the governments to God knows what, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out there one of the conspiracy theories, the, the whatever. If I have this belief in me, then I'm going to be searching for information that confirms my pre-existing beliefs. We all do this. This is a normal bias within the human brain and it's extremely difficult to counter it because what's happening is social media is getting inundated with, oh look, here's a video of a doctor somewhere, God knows where, and the doctor's saying something completely different from what that person over there or what the government is saying, and so this doctor must be right. Hey, ding, ding, I have a doctorate degree too, and that doesn't mean that you should believe everything I say, all right? So, so being a doctor or the initials after your name has nothing to do with a lot of the things that we're experiencing right now on planet Earth. Earth, okay, so you have to remember that your brain has a confirmation bias and that you will naturally always tend to search for information that confirms your beliefs already and you're going to push away information that goes against your beliefs. This is hard for us to counter, but it's not impossible, beautiful soul. You can do this. And the way that I like to do this, and I was even doing this before my spiritual awakening because I've always been very inquisitive and I've always wanted to stretch my mind beyond its limitations, beyond its beliefs. So what I used to do even before my spiritual awakening and now even more, what I do is I will purposely seek out information of various different opinions on purpose. I will expose myself to a variety of different opinions and then I make up my opinion based on all the things I see. 
But what's, what's great about doing this is you will be surprised at how much you learn by looking and reading and watching and just listening to different opinions. All right. Now, Granted, I'm going to lift, listen to those opinions. Ding, ding. Here's my ding, ding for you in helping in this confirmation bias. I'm going to listen to other people's opinions if they don't go into separation consciousness and they're not talking about enemies because I'm in a different level of consciousness, <laughs> right? So I'm not going to go out there and I'm not going to expose myself to all the garbage that there is out there because there's a lot of garbage, but I expose myself to different information coming from different areas. And as long as that information is educated and as long as that information does not involve, does not involve demonizing others, going into separation consciousness, I'll consume it. I'll leave here one of my favorite uh, bloggers and writers that I love to, to, to listen to. And if you don't, if you're not a part of his email list, you should be because he sends out a beautiful Monday e email list, uh, email to his email list. And he's got a great blog out and it's called nobody knows what's going on. I think it's called nobody knows what's going on. And that's blogger Mark Manson. I love him. He's the one that wrote the book, uh, the subtle art of not giving a bleep. <laughs> he wrote that book. It's a bestseller. He's written others, but he's a great voice to listen to. He's very centered. He's very calm. He, he grabs information and studies and all these things from different areas. So he's a great, he's a great voice to listen to right now. But the point that I'm putting here with this, with this, uh, this tip is it's just to give you an understanding that this isn't easy to do and you have to keep your mind open because if you don't keep your mind open to questioning your beliefs, there may actually be things inside of you that need to be healed. You may believe something because you have a wound in you. And so you're seeing the world through that belief and through that wound. So the questioning of beliefs is crucial right now. And the way that you do that is you open up, you open up to information, you open up to a different point of views. You open up to having discussions, having discussions without attacking people, without uh, villainizing people, without victimizing yourself. Okay. So all of this can be occurring. You can absolutely question your beliefs and you can absolutely counter this confirmation bias that the brain has, but you have to be willing to do this. There are two questions that I like to ask under this tip of, of questioning my beliefs. There are two questions that are really pertinent that come in handy for my own personal healing. All right. So I'm going to leave these two questions for you. The first question that I ask myself when I'm questioning my beliefs, the first question is what, what was triggered? Okay. So sometimes let's say I'm going on social media and I see a post and I'm just like, what the hell is this person thinking? <laughs> I go into that and I start getting triggered. And then immediately I just take a nice deep breath. And I said, why was I triggered by this? So that's a good question. Why was I triggered by this? That's one good question. That's going to get into those beliefs. The second key question that's so important is why do I believe this? Why do I believe this? <laughs> and if you're about to say, well, I believe this cause it's true. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that's rarely the truth. That's rarely the truth. We believe certain things, not because they're the truth We we believe certain things because we have something within us that causes us to believe it's not because that's the truth. That's what confirmation bias is. Confirmation bias is me going to look for information that confirms my biases. So why do I believe this? And one of the things that I've been seeing a lot, I've been getting a lot of messages and comments from people saying, you know, uh, I'll give you one example because I've been receiving some messages about this. So I'm going to go into this now. I'll give you this example. 
You know, I've had people say to me, you know, I have children right now and I'm just so worried because Bill Gates is wanting to take over the world and he's wanting to force everybody to have vaccinations and he's only doing this to make a bazillion money and all of these things and I want to protect my children because those vaccines are probably poisonous and so people will message this to me and they'll say, you know, how do I, how do I deal with this, with this horrible situation going on? And the first thing that I always say to that person is you have to question your belief. Why do you believe that that's true? <laughs> Why do you believe believe that this is true. And so the person, when you question your beliefs, when you say, why do I believe this? One of the most important things to remember with this question is that if you believe like this situation where we're talking about a guy out there who supposedly wants to take over the world and force you to take vaccine vaccines as a way to just take over the entire world. Okay. Notice this story. There's a person out there or a group out there that has control over me. Okay. You see, this is separation consciousness, but there's also something really interesting that I want to point to here. If you believe these stories, any kind of story where there's supposedly someone out there that's trying to control you, you can be 100% certain that within you is the wound of powerlessness. Okay. You feel powerless on some point, And that's usually a third chakra issue. All right. When that powerlessness starts to get worked on the way that you see the world changes completely. But you see, that's why it's so important to question your beliefs. And that's why it's so important to ask yourself the question, why do I believe this? If you find yourself believing anything that involves some group or person out there taking control over your life, that kind of story is pulling you into powerlessness that is within you that needs to be healed. So what, you know, a recent message, someone sent this exact message to me and I responded back. I said, you know, Bill Gates is the least of your worries because really what the issue is, is powerlessness within you. And that's what needs to be healed, right? So remember this question, your beliefs, ask yourself why you have certain beliefs. When you do this, you'll start to become more open and more flexible and you'll start to see life in a different way. And this tip of course brings me to tip number three, which is come out of victim consciousness. It's a continuation of exactly what I was just talking about when I gave that story about receiving messages about this whole vaccination program and all of that. So when I was receiving these messages, it's that wound of powerlessness that I could feel. And so this tip is also important in this energy of turbulence, in this energy of shift, you must come out of victim consciousness once and for all, because victim consciousness is really a remnant of 3d consciousness, the old consciousness that's leaving the planet right now. We're moving into what's called 5d consciousness, unity consciousness. That's part of the energy that's shifting right now on the planet. You cannot go into unity consciousness if you're in victim consciousness mode. Okay. So you got to catch this in yourself. I already gave you some examples, right? The moment that you catch yourself telling stories that involve someone else or a group or a government or a country, whatever it is, if you find yourself telling stories of someone or something out there wanting to take away all of your freedoms, you know, you're in victim consciousness. You have a wound of powerlessness within you, and that needs to be healed because if that's not healed within you, you're going to just continually see, uh, enemies out there. You're going to continuously see yourself as powerless to change and to co-create your world. And that couldn't be further from the truth. The truth is, let me, let me leave a little ding ding here. 
that's really, really important, especially in these times of instability right now. When the times are unstable, our egos are very, very quick to start pointing. The world is controlled by an elite. This is happening. Bill Gates wants to mandate vaccines. All these things are happening. You see how I'm pointing everywhere? There's got to be someone at, uh, someone at fault for what's happening. But here's the ding ding that's so important. And I, I, I wish that you can meditate on this. Meditate and incorporate this into your life. The world is the way that it is because you and me and the 7 billion people on the planet and the billions that came before us, we, each one of us have helped co-create the planet that we live on right now. It's not controlled by an elite. It's not controlled by governments. It's not, no, no, no. It is a co-creation of me and you, beautiful soul, and all of the other beautiful souls on this planet. That's the truth. The truth is, and it has always been that way, that our world is a co-creation. It's a co-creation that I participate in and you participate in. And it is damn time for us all to take responsibility for that. And the way that you do that is no more finger pointing. <laughs> no more finger pointing. Come out of victim consciousness if you still feel remnants of that in you. If you find yourself blaming this one and that one and the other one, you're in victim consciousness and it's very simple. You just catch yourself and you say, nope, not doing this anymore. I take full responsibility for my life. And here's another ding ding. I take full responsibility for my part in the creation of the world that I live in right now. Okay. Please never forget these mantras come into your power out of victim consciousness. I know that coming out of victim consciousness sometimes isn't easy. So I have a meditation here for you. It's called the sovereignty activation. I've been doing a lot of YouTube lives with my community. And so these lives have been turned into meditations. This is a sovereignty activation. This works specifically with your third chakra. It activates, heals, and purifies your third chakra. And your third chakra is the motor that's going to help you come out of victim consciousness. So I'm going to leave a link to the meditations page on my website and you could download this meditation and do it however many days you want. This is going to help you heal that third chakra and come out of victim consciousness once and for all. Tip number four is come into your heart. <laughs> that's really where we're going. That is really where we're going. The tips that I've been talking about up until now have been leading to this fourth tip, come into your heart. That is the portal of 5D consciousness, the new consciousness. That is the portal of unity consciousness. That is where we're going. We're going to a heart-centered way of living now. All right. And the previous tips that I was talking about is preparing you for coming into the heart. All right. So coming into the heart means I'm not pointing at enemies. I'm not pointing out there for, you know, people to blame. I'm not pointing anymore. I'm coming into my heart. I'm opening my heart. Unity consciousness is about resolving problems without having to point and make enemies of people. I just resolve problems. I'm a heart-based activist. I love this. I love this term, heart-based activism. Heart-based activism, because sometimes people say to me, well, is, is, if I'm in my heart and I just have compassion and love, then, then uh, will I, how will I be able to change things that need to be changed on the outside world? Well, if you're a heart-based activist, you absolutely will have much more power to change things on the outside than you ever did if you're stuck in your mind, if you're polarized into the mind. Because what happens when you are heart-centered, you change things with a lot more force, but you change them without having to 
demonize others without having to attack others. You stop using words like war, enemies, fighting. <laughs> These words are remnants of the separation consciousness, the type of consciousness that we're coming from that, that, that is leaving the planet. And so we have to do it a different way now. The way that the heart does it, it still resolves problems, but it resolves problems with, uh, with compassion, with a lot of power though, because the heart is much more powerful than the mind is. So you're still resolving problems, but you're doing that without attacking people, without demonizing people, without putting yourself in separation consciousness. You're doing it with a lot of compassion, you're doing it by always uh, seeing the best in people and not always expecting the worst because a lot of what happens when you're in separation consciousness is you're always imagining the worst in people, not the best. And so in unity consciousness is the other way around. I'm always seeing the best in people. I give people the benefit of the doubt. That's another thing that the heart does. The heart gives people the benefit of the doubt. The heart is very compassionate, but the heart is very direct and very powerful. So when things have to change, the heart changes them but it changes them with a totally different energy than my polarized mind does. It doesn't do it through fighting and wars and revolution. The, the days of revolution are over. Now the planet is shifting and the planet will change, but it will change with a completely different way of doing things. And we all have to learn how to use the heart. Tip number five is to be comfortable with uncertainty. <laughs> This tip comes so much in handy because the more that you are comfortable with uncertainty, the more at center and at peace you're going to be. And remember at the in the first part of the video, when I was talking about uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I was saying that that safety and security is one of the basic human needs and that it has to do with ding, ding, the lower chakras, especially the first one. Well, guess what? If you work on the first chakra, you're going to be more comfortable with uncertainty than ever before, because that first chakra is precisely the energy center that deals with your basic needs of safety and security. So the more that that first chakra is healed and balanced, the more comfortable you are with uncertainty, meaning that you don't have to know, your mind doesn't have to know where this is all going. You can be perfectly at peace without knowing what's gonna to happen tomorrow or next week. You can be, it's just a question of that first chakra being completely healed and grounded. I've talked about grounding a lot in previous videos, but I'm going to go over, I'm just gonna briefly go over some of the things that you can do to start healing that first chakra and grounding it. Uh, the first one is doing healing meditations uh, and I'm going to leave you, here's a first chakra healing meditation. Again, one of those healing meditations that I've done on YouTube lives, the link to that page is in below. Go and download this first chakra healing meditation and do start doing this meditation every day and you're going to feel a difference right away. Okay. So meditation is one good way of grounding. Another way is grounding activities themselves. So a couple of things that I do every day to ground my first chakra. In the morning, I'll do an exercise where I'm just jumping up and down and I'm hitting my heels. I'm hitting my feet on the ground. I'm jumping, jump, 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 jump. I do this in the morning for, you know, I'll maybe put a music track on and I'll just keep jumping through the house. <laughs> I dance, I jump, I pound my feet. Whenever you pound your feet on the ground, you're activating and grounding that first chakra because the first chakra is responsible for the lower part of my body, so my feet, my legs, 
The chakra is also responsible for my skeletal system. All of my bones are governed by the first chakra and ding ding my immune system. So that's a really cool thing because the more you ground, the more you activate your immune system, the more you're going to be resistant to any pesky little virus. So that's a, that's a really cool uh, plus to have here. Okay. So any kind of grounding activities where you're pounding your feet on the ground is, is help, uh, helps a lot. Another thing I tell clients to do, and this is one of the exercises that my clients do to ground whenever they get up in the morning, I say the first thing to do when you get up in the morning is you get out of bed and you just do a minute of marching in place. Boom, 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 marching, marching, marching. That's another way to ground your first chakra. You can do earthing. So you can take your shoes and your socks off and you go, you can go walk around in your backyard. If you have grass or just go walk out outside where you can put your feet on the dirt. These are all wonderful ways of grounding your first chakra. The more that you ground your first chakra, the more that this first chakra is healed, the more comfortable you're going to be with uncertainty. Tip number six is to use spiritual tools. <laughs> of course, I wasn't going to finish this video without some spiritual tools. There are two of them that I want to talk about because especially when the energy is unstable on the planet, it is absolutely crucial that all of us on the awakening path do energy clearing exercises every day. Beautiful soul. You have got to keep your energy cleared because a lot of the sticky energy that's happening out there, they could get stuck to your electromagnetic field, to your energy system, and you don't want to be carrying that stuff. So energy clearing exercises are crucial, crucial, crucial whenever the planet is going through a period of turbulence. They're always crucial, but especially when the energy is unstable. All right. So I'm going to give you two that I use every single day, two very simple techniques I use every single day. One of them is called the violet flame. If you've been on my YouTube lives, you know that I always call on the violet flame when we're doing the activation. So the violet flame is a spiritual dispensation of the highest, highest vibration. It comes through, it's a fire, but it's purple in color. And so what you can do is you can call on the violet flame. I do this every morning. I clear my energy every morning and I call on the violet flame and you can call on two beings that specifically work with the violet flame. It's Archangel Zadkiel is the violet flame keeper and master Saint Germain. So I call on these two ascended masters. Then I call on the violet flame. I call on the violet flame angels. There's also a specific type of angel that works with this flame. I call these beautiful energies and then I just visualize a purple fire burning through my whole body and I'll just say in the morning, may everything that needs to burn, burn, burn it all, burn it all. And I just visualize the fire going through my body. I do this a few times. So that's one, uh, one technique that I use to clear my energy, the violet flame. So, so, um, uh, bring that into your, into your daily routine. The other thing I use is Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is a beautiful Hawaiian prayer and it has four parts. It's very simple, but it's so effective and so healing. I can't tell you, I use this every day. So I usually pass the violet flame through me. Then I do some exercises and then I do Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is simple. It's got four parts and you can say them in any order. It doesn't matter. The four parts are, I love you. I'm sorry please forgive me. Thank you. Okay. Four parts to this prayer. And you will just keep repeating the prayer over and over and over and over again. Some people, you know, sometimes I'll sit with my mala, with my, my mala beads that have 108 beads, a traditional mala, uh, will have 
prayer beads will have eight, 108 beads on them and I'll just go one bead at a time and I'll just keep repeating Ho'oponopono all the way around, all right? But you can repeat it as many times as you want, but it's the repetition, you just keep repeating it over and over again. Ho'oponopono is this beautiful energy of love, compassion, and healing. So it has a little bit of a different energy than the violet flame. The violet flame is more burning, transmutation. Ho'oponopono is a more soothing energy, a more unconditionally loving energy. It's a more feminine energy, okay? So I use these two techniques every single day in the morning as my energy clearing. As part of my energy clearing routine, I'll do these, these two tools. I'll use these two tools every single morning. Now, if you want to go deeper in energy clearing, I have more exercises and more practices in a video that I'm going to leave the link uh, here in the description box below. So if you want to go into more details on how to do energy clearing, which is absolutely crucial right now, then watch that video after this one. Okay, beautiful soul, now I wanna hear from you. Let me know in the comments below, which one of these tips did you resonate with most? Let me know in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my channel or head over to my website where you can download my guided meditations. And check out these videos over here that I mentioned in this video. These are gonna be good supplements. Head over to those next. I love you, beautiful soul. I am out.